Right now, when you podcast it, it's going to sound as if it's live. Anyway, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show. It is so beautiful in the city of Chicago, and I hope it's wonderful and that you're having a great time and whatever you're doing, uh, something positive, something great, something um, good for the country. Uh, wherever you are in the world, um, having a great time. I mean, just you don't have time to be bored. You don't have time to be depressed. You don't have time to feel helpless. It's time to fight. It's time to, um, well, it's been time. It's a a long time. But if you haven't started uh, trying to take back your country, today is a good time. Today is a good time because I don't like like starting the show out every day like this, um, talking about what's going on in the world and what's going on in America, really. Uh, but I have to. I mean, I have to. We're at a critical stage in America of losing our democracy, losing our voice. And uh, I, I do think that we must fight. I mean, it's 320, 350 million Americans uh, here in the United States. It doesn't make sense that we have someone like Donald Trump. Or we let someone like Donald Trump get away with so much. But apparently he's not getting away with much because a federal judge just allowed the monument case against Trump to proceed. That means that his ass is grass. He's going to court over violating the Constitution that he swore to abide by. This, the only the only time Donald Trump is abiding by the Constitution is, is when it helps him, benefits him. If it's benefiting America, no, he don't want it. But if it benefits him, he's all for it. <laughs> but this time, he's in a lot of trouble. Uh, the Emonument Clause says that no president um, can profit or enrich themselves. While in the White House, as we know, Donald Trump treats the White House as if he owns it. He does not own it. We own it. The American people own the White House. He does not own it. And as since he's been in the White House, he's been making money head over fist. And that's illegal. That's illegal from the standpoint of the United States Constitution, which he shits on until it benefits him. Yeah, and just today, his daughter, Ivanka, uh, she pulled her clothing uh, of a lot of these stores. I guess she felt that this was coming. (laughs) Obviously, she felt that it was coming. The heat was coming down on her because she's also guilty of this, enriching themselves, enriching herself while in the White House. She's also guilty of it. That's why she pulled her line of clothing today from every store in America. And we know no one was really buying that garbage. I mean, uh, the Trump name is poison. It's poison now because we know we have a traitor and a clown, buffoon, a liar, a criminal in the White House. We know that. 
Even Congress knows that, but they they don't do anything or want to do anything. So that's the good news of the day, folks. I mean, if you want to see Donald Trump out, and I think 75% of the people in America wants to see Donald Trump out because he's such an asshole. This guy is such an asshole. And I agree with Paul Ryan. Basically, Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House, who is retiring, said that Trump just trolling people. In other words, Trump is just talking out of his ass. But it's dangerous talk. It's talk where his little bitty base, and I do mean little bitty, because uh, Trump's base is shrinking every time he opens his mouth. Uh, There was something on the internet in in the paper the other day that says 88% of Republicans support Trump. I don't know say, but I'm just trying to make a uh, have have an example. It said 88% of um, Trump supporters supported Trump. Now that sounds like a hell of a lot, don't it? If you don't understand percentages, you would probably think that Trump is is going to win the presidency. <laughs> Uh, for a second time No Alright okay Alright That's the <laughs> That's the uh, ambulance uh, Just Going on by uh, uh, Out out there before me in the street Just passing on by So don't worry about it but Anyway it's 20, 26% Of the American people Approve of Donald Trump It might be lower than that by now. But at one point a few days ago it was 26%. And what they were saying was 88% of that 26% supports Trump. That's a small minute number. That's way below normal. Because there's 75 to 80% of Americans who can't stand him and want to see him out of office. So basically, Trump, I mean, when it comes to polling and when it comes to um, percentages, he's in the gutter. So do not think because you see or hear 88% of the American people uh, uh, approve of Trump. They're talking about 88% of 26% of Republicans approve of Donald Trump. Okay? So anyway, the federal judge is allowing the Monument Clause case against Trump to proceed. That means he cannot wiggle his dumb butt out of this. He can't do it. All right, the article, I'm reading an article here because I want to get it right and, and to make sure that it federal judge on Wednesday rejected President Trump's – I don't like calling him president uh, because I think he, he's not president. He's a fake president. He's an illegitimate president. He was put in by Russia. He was put in by his pal Putin, which makes him an illegitimate president. I think he should be thrown out, thrown out on his ass, and Hillary should be made president immediately. But that's just me, okay? Well, actually, it's not just me. That is something that probably should happen, but it'll never happen as long as we have rogue 
goon, goons like the Republicans in office. Okay, let me try that again. Uh, federal judge on Wednesday rejected President Donald Trump's latest effort to stop a lawsuit. It means he sent lawyers to try to get out of this, okay? Uh, alleges Trump is violating the Constitution by continuing to do business with foreign governments while in the White House. Yeah. Donald Trump is giving the finger to America. I'm going to make cash. I'm a business. Yeah, he may be a businessman, but he's no president. And if you, and if you ask some business people out here, they'll say Trump is not even a businessman. He doesn't have six or seven bankruptcies. And there are people who are suing him for back pay at right now. Back pay. So... Um, yeah, this is this is some big stuff. This is big stuff. Something I don't know how Donald Trump whether all the shit the shit storm that hits him in his ass every day, but he still goes out here and talks out of his ass. And it's dangerous talk. It's dangerous talk. Telling people in a Kansas at a Kansas rally don't believe what you're seeing because it's not there. It's there, but don't believe what you're seeing because it's garbage. It's garbage. That's ridiculous. That's dumb. That's stupid. But some people are going to some 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 people who are weak-minded. They're gonna uh, latch on to that. Donald Trump does nothing but sow discord in America. He wants to see fights. He wants to see, uh, uh, especially if you don't agree with him, and you and if you don't like him. Obviously, he hates his critics. He doesn't care if his critic is in the government someone on Facebook. He hates his critics. Even though a lot of the things that he's being criticized about is true. But he can't stand the truth. He just can't he, he can't deal with it. The plaintiff the plaintiff the plaintiffs now want to interview Trump's to interview Trump's organization employees and search company records to determine if foreign countries have spent money at Trump hotels in downtown Washington. Wow, that is that is really, really big folks. That that's and now Donald Trump has something else to try to weasel his ass out of. I mean he's got lawsuits uh from sexual misconduct up his ass. He just pays them off. That's all he does. And that's why he doesn't wind up in court on any of this stuff, but it could happen. I can say this. If, if, if a lot of this shit don't get Trump now, it's going to get him once he's out of office. And he can forget about running for, I, I believe, for 2020, because even though the Republicans refuse to do anything about him, like kick his ass out, I don't think, I don't think he's going to be their man in 2020 for the White House. I really don't think so, you know. You know, even though they're not going to kick him out, and one of the reasons why they're not going to kick him out, they need him uh, to sign uh, stuff into law that they put in front of him. They don't want to kick him out because if they kick him out right now, they're going to lose power. They know what they're doing. They want Trump there so Trump can give them what they want. Even though he's fucking up every day, there's a, a Russia investigation. He's got uh, a mo- an emolument clause investigation, uh, sexual 
misconduct investigations, you name it, it's there. It's there. And all he can do is distract you. Okay, so we're talking about the Emonument Clause. Trump is going to come out and say something that's going to distract us away from that. Okay? Um, Putin has uh, invite. Put it this way. Putin will not be coming to the White House. Everybody's talking about that. Trump is going to come up with something and try to distract you from talking about that and to talking, talking about whatever comes out of his mouth. If Trump is good at anything, folks, he's good at distracting. Because to me, as I've said a million times on this show, uh, every distraction for me personally is not a distraction. It just, the shit just mounts. It, it just gets higher. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's not a distraction for me, and but but Trump still thinks that it's, it's a distraction. But it's good. But he's good at distracting us from one scandal to the next. He is good at that. Why is he good at that? Because he's president. He's president of the United States. The world watches him. The world listens to him because he's president. If he was just Jack Joe Jack out of here on the street, <laughs> it doesn't matter what the hell he would say. Nobody would listen. But this guy, he's the president of the United States. That's why we listen. No matter how silly, no matter how dumb, no matter how ridiculous, no matter how dangerous, we listen. Because he's the president of the United States. And in actuality, we're supposed to listen. The press is supposed to report you know, what he's saying, even if it's ridiculous. Because... He is the president of the United States, no doubt about it, whether we like it or not, and he sets the tone for America. Right now, he's setting a lot of tones, racism, uh, lying. I mean, this guy lies. I mean, I don't have to tell you how much this guy lies, you know. I mean, it's, it's, it's pathetic. But there is someone out here, I can't think of his name, but there's someone in Washington that is actually keeping abreast of all of Trump's lies. Every time Trump lies... <laughs> they just add it up. It just adds up. I mean, literally, they're doing the math on his lies. And I thought that was interesting. They're doing the math every time he lies. I mean, I think the last time um, they were saying that I know about, it, he was lying at least over 3,000 times. I'm pretty sure it's up 1,000 from that uh, as of today. So Trump is in a lot of trouble with this this a, a moment clause. So yeah, the plaintiffs now, the people who are suing him, uh, want to interview Trump, Trump's organization employees, and there's no way in hell Trump can stop that from happening because a federal judge has has throughout um, rejected him his latest effort to stop this suit. So now his employees will be uh, uh, interviewed. There's nothing the hell he can do. Only thing Trump is going to do is try to say it's fake news. Don't listen to it. Don't look at it. Don't watch it because it's fake news. It's not fake news. But that's what this idiot is going to tell you because that's what he's out there saying right now, that all of this is fake news. 
One of the things I've said yesterday on the show, Trump wants to keep his job. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to resign. He doesn't want to be impeached. He wants to keep his job because why? He loves power. He doesn't give a damn how much he lies. He knows he lies. He's going to keep on lying. He's obstructed justice right out in the middle of, middle of everywhere, of everybody. So, um, yeah, this is bad for him. Anyway, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. Putin's invite to the White House is delayed. We're going to get in that on that one next. And uh, uh, it's just piling up for Trump. I mean, he'd be better off if he resigned. And I do think that the Republicans do not want Trump to resign because I really don't think they want Mike Pence. Because Mike Pence is – he's nothing but a pathetic suck-up. That's all Mike Pence is. And I don't think the Republicans want to deal with a pathetic suck-up. And I do think that uh, Mike Pence would probably um, continue Trump's divisive and dangerous policies. I do – maybe even worse, you know, so um, – yeah, so we're in a world of trouble with this with with Trump. Well, as I've said many times before, I don't think Trump is going to last. He can't last. It's too much shit swirling around him. Uh, the stress has to be killing him. Someone t- someone said, "Well, George, he doesn't get stressful because he's a narcissist. <laughs> he has no feelings. He has no empathy. He has no uh, emotions. So that's why. But I think." I mean, watching Trump and watching him and studying him, I think he does have ha, have emotions. I really do. I think he has emotions. I think this all of this shit is getting to him. I really do. But he has to put on a put on some sort of a face when he comes out in public. Yeah, I think the other day, a couple of days, they, they said he was screaming and yelling and stuff like that. <laughs> He's mean. Trump is just a mean motherfucker. He is, pardon my language, folks, he is a mean president. Mean, evil, low-down, vile. He's a mean ass. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, if he is mean. There's no doubt about it. The guy is mean. <laughs> wow. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio talking about Donald Trump. Who else? Who else? Because I can imagine over there at Fox News that <laughs> that they're uh, trying to find some way of defending Donald Trump. They're lying through their teeth. Uh, and my understanding is that Fox News and, it, and the ratings, people are not watching it. It as much. I figure if people, if people are tuning in to Fox, they're tuning in for a good laugh because everybody on that uh, television station are clowns because they support and defend Donald Trump. How can you defend somebody who's a traitor right in front of your face, giving America away right in front of your face? right on television, all around the world, standing next to the enemy and giving Putin America. He's a traitor. 
And I want to say to the folks out there in Washington, D.C., who have been out there protesting every single day, standing in front of the White House gates as Donald Trump leaves and he, he, as he comes and goes um, to the White House, you're out there protesting and you're letting him know that you don't want him in your White House. This man is a treasonous pig. There is no doubt about it. There is no doubt about it. He's a treasonous pig. And yet, the Republicans over, over on Fox, they're defending this. And the American people, we are not buying it. You can lie through your ass. We are not buying it. This man is a traitor. He's a treasonous pig. And he should be thrown the hell out of, out of the White House. He was put there by Russia. If you're watching Fox News, watch it for a laugh. Don't believe anything you hear coming from that propaganda station, which belongs to Donald Trump. If you think about it, Don, everybody that Donald Trump has recently hired has worked for Fox. So we have Fox News in the White House, John Bolton and a couple of other people from Fox. The only reason why Donald Trump hired these folks from Fox is because they kiss his ass. They show him loyalty. They let him know that he's king of the world, which he's not. From my estimation, Donald Trump will never be a dictator of America. He will never be king. He will never be emperor. Why? Because he's too dumb. He's too stupid. He's too ignorant. I mean, to be dictator, to be a nasty son of a bitch, uh, as a dictator, you have to be smart. You can't be stupid and, and be a dictator. It won't happen, though. All right, you hopefully it won't happen. <laughs> Just say you heard it on the George Wilder Jr. show. Okay, we're going to be right back. Let's see if we can't come up with a musical, something musical here, folks. Um, all right. That was quick. That was quick. We're going to be talking later on about Putin's invite to the White House. I think that is really, really uh, uh, going to be something because it is it is something. All right, stay with me, folks. We're having some difficulty. Let's do this right quick. I've got everyone standing by. Let me just say three little words. This is ridiculous. I want to hone in on one point and we're all going to chat because a lot of this is however many days into this presidency and now acknowledging that all right yes it was you know Russia who meddled uh, but it's the slip of the tongue or I should say apparent slip of the tongue that the president is honing in on that the word would versus wouldn't and when he was speaking about this in Helsinki in case you missed it let's hone in on the soundbite let's roll it and Dana I'm coming to you. In a key sentence in my remarks I said the word would instead of wouldn't. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why it wouldn't be Russia. So 
Just to repeat it, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. And the sentence should have been, and I thought it would be maybe a little bit unclear on the transcript or unclear on the actual video. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be Russia. Sort of a double negative. So you can put that in, and I think that probably clarifies things pretty good by itself. Clarifies things pretty good by itself. Dana Bash. What? If, on, if only that entire spectacle, uh, unbelievably, historically embarrassing spectacle, could have been and could be fixed with an N and an apostrophe and a T. I mean, yeah. that is about as, as far of a stretch as any one of us could imagine. I mean, I guess he gets points for being creative there. Um, maybe that was the one sentence that could have been different. But what about calling... Vladimir Putin strong and tough. What about not calling him out on the world stage, uh, never mind interfering in American elections, calling him out on Crimea, calling him out on, uh, on the poisoning of, uh, of, uh, of a, somebody in Britain, and the list goes on and on and on. I mean, that was one sentence that, they're try that he is trying to clarify. Okay, that's fine. That's all well and good. But it, oh, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but what he just did almost makes what happened yesterday worse. Worse. Yeah. Almost yeah. makes it worse because this is so not who he is. He is Mr. as we were talking about, double down, triple down. And he's yep. reading from a paper that um, who knows who wrote for him, as Gloria yep. and I were texting uh, during this, maybe the, the entire White House uh, got together to write for him. He was trying very hard to go along with this damage control that he, he was told he needed to do. But saying that it was because he didn't say wouldn't and said would, never mind all the things, the other things he said, and more importantly, all the other things he didn't say that he should have yeah. to and about Vladimir you know, Putin. It, it, the old double negative defense, right? I mean, come on, this is, this is absurd. Uh, you know, give me a break here. This president looked like he was in a hostage tape reading, reading a script that others had written for him that he did not, he clearly did not want to read, but he was told you absolutely had to read. And at the few moments where he allowed himself to be Donald Trump, he said something uh, that will give Republicans pause, because when he said he accepted the conclusion of the intelligence agencies, he then went on to say, in his real Donald Trump voice, he then went on to say, it could be other people yeah. also. There are yes. a lot of people out there. Well, there we go. So we're back to where we were uh, during the campaign with the 400-pound person in the basement. So, you know, uh, Donald Trump can't get over himself. It's clear this was forced upon him by his staff. Mm -hmm. It's clear they wrote this out for him. And the best they could come up that he would admit to was the use of a, the use of a double negative. I mean, I think it's... He it's embarrassing. It's more, as Dana says, it, it makes, makes it worse. yesterday worse. Yeah. He ahead, contradicted Dan. himself in the same sentence, right. as Gloria notes there. I, I accept the intelligence community's assessment, which is that Russia, and only Russia, interfered in the election. And the same sentence, he went on, as Gloria notes, but it could be other right. people also. There are a lot of other people out there, which harkens back to the 400-pound man in his basement, other countries, etc. He contradicted himself 
in, in that single sentence and therefore undermine whatever claim he had to be saying that he accepts that assessment. One, the other thing to remember, he said several things yesterday that undermined the intelligence community's assessment, not just that line with the double negative on would or wouldn't. He raised the issue of the DNC servers repeatedly as if that undermines the assessment. He said multiple things. To zero in on the lack of a negative contraction is just remarkable. And we've used this word before, but Orwellian, right? I mean, right. You, 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 are, you are trying to contradict a video record of something that happened less than 24 hours ago with a specious defense. Uh, here on one word, and listen, there will be people who buy it, there will, but all you have to do is, is repeatedly roll that tape again, both of yesterday and today, uh, and where he contradicts himself on videotape, and, and if you don't believe that, 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 then you will never believe the facts, Je I suppose. Jeffrey, will, will the intelligence community buy it? Well, the intelligence community knows, um, you know, has experienced this kind of rejection by him since the beginning, so I don't I don't know that they, I mean, this was completely disingenuous. I don't think this is going to boost morale in any way. And as Jim was saying, when you look at the videotape, I mean, he didn't mean wouldn't. You could tell by his body language that he didn't mean that. And he turns around and says that, that well, Putin gives him a, a powerful response. And it just, it's just completely disingenuous. So I don't, I don't think any of my friends in the intelligence community are going to buy it. It's like how gullible, you know, with a, with a slip, does he think Americans or, or the world is? I don't think he thinks about that. I, I honestly believe that he was forced into doing this by his staff, and he didn't want to do it. They, they probably got a transcript for him and, and pointed out the wood and the wouldn't and all that, and he said, all right, I didn't mean to say that. I'll go with that. And I think, you know, he read this like it was being shoved down his throat and couldn't get through an entire statement without mentioning the word collusion because, of course, he had to point out that there was no, no collusion. collusion, right? So, you know, this was a performance, and, and, it, and it, was, it was one he didn't want to do, which was very clear, and he didn't do well because he couldn't help himself. I want to go to Nick. I want to go to Nick in Finland. You know, I, I, your, your reaction to what we just heard from this president and how you think that will play overseas, how it will play in Russia. You know, it's obviously not going to address the real issue. I mean, everyone saw the body language inside the press conference yesterday. I think it was one of the European newspapers today had a cartoon and it had the French, obviously this is playing off the World Cup, the French holding up the World Cup and the Croatians holding up the runners-up cup and uh, President Putin holding up a little trophy, Donald Trump's, because that's the body language, and that was all the messaging yesterday. That wasn't a slip of a letter, an apostrophe. Mm -hmm. That was all the body language. The President Putin is a powerful man. President Trump was seen to be in that room as a, as a, as a supplicant. Um, that's, that was the read in the Helsinki newspapers. And I'm also struck here, we were talking just before as well, about what happened during the two, two hours, mm -hmm. ten minutes, two and a half hours, as President Trump now characterizes that meeting. Um, he reeled through a lot of things, but yet again, he seems incapable to understand what it is that so many people around him are saying that you, this cannot be business as normal with President Putin. Whether you get the word would or wouldn't right, you cannot do business with him as you were before. This man attacked the democracy of your country. And here is President Trump again, again today saying we can do great things. 
it doesn't add up. We, and the thing that he didn't say, that he talked about in that room, that he didn't bring up at all as he tried to recap and straighten things out, he didn't say once that he challenged President Putin. He didn't say once that he drew a red line for President Putin. And we know he was given the opportunity to several times on the world stage with everyone watching yesterday. It didn't happen. He didn't do it again today. This lacks luster. It lacks, it lacks the, convincement. And the it other lacks, thing I just... It doesn't convince me. Yeah. No, the other thing I want to add, and this is something that our, our White House team has been reporting since this morning, and now we heard it from the president himself, he didn't get it. He didn't understand when he saw all of the all of the coverage and all of more importantly all of his fellow Republicans almost to, almost to a person Rand Paul excluded there yeah. uh, saying that this was absolutely outrageous embarrassing weak I mean you you name the adjective he he's, uh, I, I didn't understand what what was that about like really and, to hear and, the president of the United States utter those words and express that that amazement that the performance that he gave, Mr. Strength, the performance that he gave, gave that he gave, looking to use Nick's word, uh, like a supplicant, that he didn't understand. And, and and also, if we if we if you take the president at his word, then he meant would instead of wouldn't or vice versa. You know, he went straight on after he was happy with his meeting with Putin. He went straight on to Fox News, and. You know, it was a victory lap, right, uh, on but, the but other the channel. Is, and and he had the opportunity, Jim, he yeah. had the opportunity. He has a whole staff who was listening to every word of what he was saying. He could have corrected it then. It somehow took all the way flying back to Washington, getting in front of the press corps 24 hours later to say, whoops, I'm in but, but this. But the timing... The timing doesn't matter because the correction's preposterous. Because, <laughs> I because know he it said is. multiple things yesterday, it would or wouldn't, you know, let that stand, accept that. He also said, he also said, he weighs the, the, this red herring about, well, the, the, the assessment can't be true because where are those DNC servers? He, he said repeatedly that, well, Putin denied so strongly. Were, were, there, were there missing contractions in, in those sentences? No. Because he and, said and going that, and he back said to the outcome so of the election, before. it's going just preposterous. It's it preposterous. is. And, and can I just add one other thing? The president, yeah. again, when he was, you know, ad libbing, when he they allowed him to ad lib a little bit, when he said, you know, there was no impact on the outcome of the election. De declarative, yeah. a declarative statement. No collusion. No impact on the outcome of the election. We're not, you know, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Russia attacking the United States. And, you know, he still had to say, you can't delegitimize me. And you could see the fury, I think, in his face and the sort of yeah. disgust, maybe is a better word, um, mm -hmm. that he yeah, was disgusted that he had to come out and uh, clarify this because he thought it was just perfectly clear but why doesn't uh, he understand he that this it. is an attack on, on our democracy and not questioning the legitimacy of his presidency? Why doesn't he see it that way? Because he never, you know, he, he, he can't get beyond himself. Yeah, and, 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 you know, and then, there the, and then there are the other questions which are now being it. asked, which is, is this about right, whatever Putin might have on Donald Trump? The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air.
in my intelligence people, but uh, I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. And what he did is an incredible offer. He offered to have the people working on the case come and work with their investigators with respect to the 12 people. I think that's an incredible offer. Donald Trump shocked even his harshest critics with his submission to Vladimir Putin this week, likely including my next guest. And joining me now for your moment of Maxine, Congresswoman Maxine Waters of California. Congresswoman, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Welcome. So were you, I think much of the country was surprised to actually see Donald Trump in action with Vladimir Putin and how submissive he was in public. What did you make of what, what happened in Helsinki? Well, I'm not surprised at all. As a matter of fact, I have for months uh, been trying to tell the American public and everybody else that this president is dangerous, uh, that he's in bed with Putin. Uh, someone said he wants to be like him, whatever. He will never, never condemn him uh, because of the relationship that they have. This didn't just start. This started a long time uh, before he was ever elected. Don't forget. This president cannot borrow money in the United States from any bank. This president is looking at Russia for his new money financial playground. He and all of his allies that I have told you are the Kremlin clan. I have been involved with Russia. When you name them and you think about them, why is it Manafort, Flynn, Wilbur Ross, Carter Page, Papadopoulos, all of his allies have connections with Russia, the Kremlin, and the oligarchs. This has been going on because this is their new money playground uh, that they want to develop. And the centerpiece of this is lifting the sanctions. I would wish people would focus on the sanctions. I think that's the agreement uh, that Putin had with this president in order to help him get elected. This president, I believe, has promised him that once he was 
elected, he would get those sanctions lifted. And you're going to watch. He's going to continue to try because Putin is saying to him, when is it going to happen? So he has a private meeting with him. We know what they talked about. I think I know what they talked about. They talked about lifting the sanctions. They talked about the upcoming elections. Uh, they talked about uh, all of the things that they could not talk about uh, in an email or on the phone. He had to go and meet with him in private so that he could talk about what he's going to do to follow through with what I believe is his commitment to get those sanctions lifted. Don't forget, when Tillerson was there, Tillerson was there to help get the sanctions lifted. He just couldn't put up with this president. He found this president to be so outrageous uh, that he ended up leaving, but he came to be a part of helping to get these sanctions lifted. It's worth trillions of dollars. Everybody will make some money if he can get this done. Right now, Putin's hands are tied. He cannot get the equipment or the supplies that he needs to do the work because our allies are cooperating with us. So I'm not surprised about what happened in Helsinki. I'm not surprised about the private meeting. I'm not surprised about this president standing up for Putin. As a matter of fact, I think he is Putin's apprentice. He's wow. been under his toolage for a long time now, and he intends to get it done. And the American people are sitting idly by. And the Republican Party should be ashamed uh, that they're allowing this to happen. Uh, they have no guts. They have no courage. They're not standing up for America. I dare them to talk about how patriotic they are, uh, given of what they're allowing this president to do. Now they're all going to send out press releases saying, oh, we don't want you to invite Putin. Well, he's going to invite him unless the Congress of the United States and the Republicans really take some serious action. How many of the Republicans are saying, I won't come to the White House. I'm going to be outside demonstrating. How many of them saying, don't invite me to any dinner. You better not have a state dinner. How many are saying that they're just saying you shouldn't and we don't want you to do it. But I want to tell you, if they don't take strong action, to keep him from bringing him here, he's going to bring him here. And that will be another, another straw in his hat that he can point to and say, see, Mr. Putin, I'm moving this forward, what we talked about, what we're going to do. I'm going to get this done. And forget about what he did uh, with North Korea. Yeah. Uh, that's just a an effort to say that I'm doing this with both countries, and that's just an effort to say that, see, I'm trying to create peace and relationships in different ways. But the fact of the matter is his focus is on Russia and lifting those sanctions. And you're going to see him continue to try it because he has an agreement that he cannot get out of. When people want to know what does Putin have on the president of the United States, is this agreement where the president promised he was going to get the sanctions lifted and Putin is going to hold him to it. Let me, you know, you mentioned Carter Page, uh, Congresswoman, and here is the, uh, the FISA warrant, which was released in unprecedented fashion by the FBI. Uh, we have it this morning and uh, folks are reading through it. Um, what do you think that this, the release of this document does to the credibility of the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, Devin Nunes? Well, you know, First of all, they've got to understand that 
he was put under surveillance because of the actions that he was taking, not only that caused suspicion, but I think it was deemed uh, that he basically was going to yeah, be I used to spy. Uh, he's not considered to be very smart, to uh, not considered to be uh, very, uh, you know, capable of uh, not of resisting, rather, uh, the Russians. And so I think that Nunes and all of them are looking very silly. I think that they should be ashamed uh, that they would in any way undermine the FBI and the FBI's work to try to protect this country from our enemy, which this president says he's not our enemy. He's just a competitor. He keeps going on like that. But the fact of the matter is uh, that Nunes and any others who have tried to undermine them to say that somehow they were unfair, somehow they were using their power uh, to interfere with the life of this man who already had been identified basically as someone who was in the grips of, uh, of Russia. Congressman Maxine Waters, never one to mince words. Thank you very much for spending yeah, some time with us on this Sunday morning. Thank you. Well, you certainly will. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. That's uh, All right. I'm go- I, I have to say something about this guy. Franklin Graham. Now, he's the son of the late Billy Graham. I mean, Billy passed away a year or so ago, maybe. Uh, anyway, uh, Frank, he warns the media spin masters to shut up about Trump's playmate payoff or face God's wrath. Okay, I mean, this guy is always controversial. He come out saying something stupid and dumb, and most people don't pay any attention to him if they have any sense at all. If they have any uh, intellect or you know education, they don't pay attention to this guy. Uh, he, he's like so many other people. Franklin Graham, he says things to get attention. He says things to get uh, you to say, boy, isn't that dumb? Isn't that stupid? Isn't he ignorant? He, pl- he says things uh, just to get attention. That's it. He's one of those attention seekers, you know. Uh, and he says things like media spin masters should shut up about Trump's playmate payoff. He's a Trump. He's in back of Trump's ass like so many other these these kinds of people are. He he thinks he's going to what he says that we're going to believe and what he says that we should obey. And you tell yourself, who is he that I have to listen to to this guy? The only thing this guy is doing is wearing a fake hairpiece as, as I'm looking at him and and carrying a Bible. Yeah, he's, he, he has a fake hairpiece, microphone, and he's carrying a Bible, and he says, shut up about Trump's payoff to uh, Stormy Daniels and, and McDougal, two women who are – McDougal is on the tape. If you know anything about that, you'll know what I'm talking about, and he wants you to stop. Like like he's going to uh, influence Robert Mueller, the special counsel. He's going to influence the judges and the courts, the federal judges and the courts, because he's Franklin Graham. And he likes Trump, and he wants everybody to stop talking about the payoff, the tapes. And you say, who is this clown? You wonder what he's done in his life. The only reason why he's here is because of his father. And you look at these kinds of people, preachers, pastors, ministers who are Christians, who are 
in Trump's pocket and you, you won't make you want to say, I'm never going to go back to church again. The hell with that. I don't believe in God. I don't think there's no God. I, it makes you want to say these things listening to people like this. And all he's out for is attention. And letting you know that he's kissing Trump's ass and he wants us to leave Trump alone. By saying God's wrath. God. You have so many atheists in America and around the world that he would be laughed at. And most people do laugh at Franklin Graham. He has a microphone. He has a Bible. But that doesn't make him the kind of person that you should be listening to. Of course, a lot of people are going to. How dare you separate children from their parents? How dare you pull children out of the.
The president is watching what is going on, and the only reason he came up with this fake initiative of his is to try and say to the people that he's seen come out in huge numbers, okay, 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 uh, I'm sorry, I'm scared, I'm going to back it up, but he didn't back it up enough. He didn't back it up enough because that initiative that he put out does not define how they're going to connect these children with their parents. They don't know where our children are. They don't have numbers or identifications where they can connect parents. And some parents have been deported and their children are still here somewhere. That's unconscionable. And between this president and that racist attorney general, Jeff Sessions, and John Kelly, they all... ...and this is seven ways to get more reviews to your books. Now, as you know, the more reviews that you have on your books, the more... In an astonishingly blatant abuse of power, the President of the United States attempted to use the power of his office and the power of the federal government to financially As perhaps 100 million Americans prepare to watch tonight's first debate, there's something I'd like you to consider. In the first volume in this series of comments, I listed 176 reasons Donald Trump cannot and must not be elected President of the United States. That list was actually only half its original length, and it still took nearly 17 minutes to read aloud. And since then, to my amazement, I have discovered at least two other lists that included dozens of other events that had flown by in such volume and so quickly that I had never even noticed them. To paraphrase William Hurt in the movie Body Heat, sometimes the Trump comes down so heavy I feel like I should wear a hat. And it appears it's now coming down heavier still. What follows is 74 more reasons Donald Trump cannot and must not be elected President of the United States. There are a few items from those other lists that I mentioned, but virtually everything you will hear now has happened since just the 